Welcome to today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It is now day 49 of our broadcast. I'm Agnes Drew, and here with me today is Dr. Rosalind Clark, Associate Professor of Marine Science. Dr. Clark has devoted her life to pursuing knowledge, specifically about life in the ocean. She joined the faculty here just over three years ago after completing four years of postdoc work after her PhD and master's degree, and she achieved tenure last year. Thank you, Agnes, for that lovely introduction. As you have pointedly kept me in the dark about your intentions, I hope you are finally going to tell me and our listeners what you are planning for today's broadcast. Indeed, I shall. Today we are going to talk about science. Science! What do you mean? I mean, we are going to share with our listeners a little bit about you and your occupation and how you are applying your education and experience to our current situation, Dr. Clark. Hang on. This is a really complex subject. Do you want me to talk about being a professor, a researcher? We should break this up into sections to make it more manageable. Tell us about the profession of science. Well, science... Science! ...isn't a profession. In fact, it's a method. A process. And a subject in school. True. Do you want me to talk about it as an academic subject or about the scientific process? Those are different and both lengthy conversations. Our time-limited broadcast here is barely going to skim the surface. Whichever direction you want to take this today. Let's talk about whatever part of science... Science! Enough! Whatever part of science makes you a scientist. Scientist! Max! All right. Let's start from the beginning here. The first step in the scientific process is observation. To make it super simple, let's use the example of some hypothetical pet cat. You could easily observe that cat is scratching a lot. Simple observation, right? It has fleas, right? That prediction you just made is the next step, hypothesis. Based on your observation of your cat scratching, you are hypothesizing that it has fleas. Then I take it to the vet? We're not there yet. The next step in the scientific process is designing a way to test your hypothesis. Since you are hypothesizing that your cat is scratching because it has fleas, then yes, you could test your hypothesis by treating it for fleas. Try making it into an if-then statement. If your cat is scratching because it has fleas, then treating it for fleas will alleviate the scratching. So I take it to the vet. Where it is treated for fleas. So if my cat is cured of fleas, we have scientifically proven why it was scratching. No. What? Why not? All we have done is gather a single piece of evidence that supports the hypothesis. If you were on trial for murder, would the jury convict you on, a, on one tiny piece of evidence? If it was in the library with a candlestick, can we say it was you because you own a candlestick? Did you just make an 80s movie reference? It was a board game, too. We need more evidence, right? I guess so. But the cat's been cured now. What do we do? Give it fleas again? We could. That would be another way to test the hypothesis. How about... If fleas cause the cat to scratch, then exposing the cat to fleas will cause scratching. Okay. Seems a little counterproductive. Aren't we trying to get the cat to stop scratching? No, we're not. We're using the scientific method to determine why the cat is scratching. So, to test our hypothesis again, we're going to have to have the cat hang out with a bunch of cats that we already know have fleas. And based on previous knowledge, we can safely assume that our test cat will contract fleas from the other cats. When the test cat starts scratching again, we have gathered another piece of evidence in support of our hypothesis. So... But we still haven't proven anything. 
We now have two solitary data points, which is not enough to draw any kind of conclusion. A very important part of the scientific process is repetition. We would want to run both of our experiments on hundreds or thousands of cats before we could conclude that our hypothesis was supported. But it still would not be proven. In fact, science doesn't prove anything. Yes, it does. My shampoo says it's scientifically proven to strengthen hair. A successful marketing ploy. Actually, science can either support a hypothesis or disprove it. In our first experiment, if treating the cat for fleas hadn't alleviated the scratching, we could say with some confidence that the cat was scratching for a different reason. Back to the drawing board. We would then need to create a new hypothesis, if not fleas, for what other reason might the cat be scratching? Eczema? Okay, now how would you test it? Put together an if-then statement. If eczema was causing the cat to scratch, then treating it for a skin condition will alleviate scratching. Very good. Before we move on to the next step in the scientific process, we would have to ensure that the scratching was eliminated by the treatment and not something else. If the cat stopped scratching after we treated it, then it worked, right? It's not that simple. Maybe there were never any fleas. What if the cat was scratching because it was allergic to something in its environment? If that was the case, then when we moved the cat out of the environment in order to treat it for fleas, the scratching would stop from the lack of the allergen, not the flea treatment. I hadn't thought of that. That's why you have to have a control group. A control group would be a cat exactly like yours, living in exactly the same environment that we treat exactly the same as the test cat, but don't give the flea treatment too. That would mean taking it to the vet too and applying the same treatment without the active ingredient. Ideally, the two cats would be as genetically similar as possible and live in the same environment. We would want to control for as many variables as possible. Start wrapping it up. We're only about halfway through the process at this point. Are you game to pick it up again here tomorrow? Okay. There you have it, folks. Dr. Clark and her comrades are going to solve this global crisis through science. What? I had my opening and closing lines ready for today, but then this discussion didn't really go as I had planned. This is Agnes Drew and Dr. Clark. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. Take care of each other. Science!